listen to yourself, all right? You met a cool guy on the internet. Okay, this is how these sexual predators work. Next thing you know, he's going to want to arrange a meeting uh, where he will gas you and stuff you in the back of his van and make a wind chime out of your genitals. Welcome to the Black Irish Podcast. episode of the Black Irish Podcast with Mike Crawford, myself, Brendan McCorkle. How you doing this week, Mike? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Hey, are you a coffee drinker? No, right? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. Well, for our, us uh, Starbucks goers, I had a question. Like, maybe you could equate this to your favorite local joint or whatever, but for Starbucks specifically in coffee, like when they get new staff in the Starbucks... I swear to God, it feels like an SNL cast revamp. Like, you're like, fuck, I've got to start this thing all over again. Like, i got to reconnect with all these people all over again. Fuck. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess it's right when you go there so much, so. Because these people, it's like. that much. it's like train. coffee. You <laughs> go there, that, like coffee, Starbucks, y'all go there every, like, it's like. It's every day, multiple times a day. Yeah. Well, and it's usually the same Starbucks. They, you know, their training programs like, hey, be personable. Remember people's names if they're regulars, blah, blah, blah. And they also, I like them because in my Starbucks, they go, oh, he's here. Fucking grab him his drink. You know, but now with these new people, I'm like, bro, it's iced coffee. Why am I waiting behind seven people? Just throw that bitch up at the front. There's nothing in it. It's just coffee. The brighter side is if your whole staff at your Starbucks was deaf. Then... Then you just point to shit and then go, me. That's easier. Let's go to that. No. Or you'd go to writing shit down on the board because you have to write shit down to get your coffee or do online orders. And yeah, so, but still, it's. I'm just saying, it's the personable thing. That's the whole ambiance of Starbucks, that, and they get good flavored coffee to you quick. You're losing half of it with me. You know, I don't want to re. I don't want to have to invest two seasons in SNL to like these fucking new people. I just want to oh, just I only keep. I brought that up because that actually happened at my job. What? When I worked in DC, the entire staff went from regular staff to all deaf staff. <laughs> 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 Too bad. I, I mean, it didn't affect me because I don't drink Starbucks, but everyone else was pretty upset about it. Oh man, <laughs> that is awesome. Hey, good for because Starbucks. I, yeah, because of where I worked, I worked near uh, Gallaudet in DC, which is a Def College, so they literally changed the entire. Staff Is that next to Def Jam College? Nah, <laughs> sorry, that one was awful. It <laughs> uh, takes a few eggs, or whatever yeah. Jesus says. Uh, hey, don't worry, do you man. have any favorite? Thanks. Did you watch Saturday Night Live at all? Do you have any favorite cast members? No, no, not SNL. You watch for the superstar, yeah. So I did only you watch for like the host? I, I don't got like no cast. Yeah, man. you're watching. But, but like Chris Farley was like a cast member at one point, right? What do you mean? At one point, he was like a, a mainstay of the program. 
for a few years yeah. there with Sandler and Kevin Nealon and all those guys. David Spade. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That was... Well, that's the thing is I think with SNL cast, it's kind of like... Like, if you're just old, you just like the first cast because that's what you got. So, fucking, that was great. That was like the first time you saw a firework. Fucking good for you, you old fogey. (laughs) But every every cast after that, it's kind of like, wherever you were in your early to mid-20s, whoever was the SNL cast at that time are your favorite people. It's like, you know, like, Kristen Wiig and Will Ferrell, to me, are the best. The best. Will Ferrell was part of the cast at one point, too. Part of the cast, he was the cast. Him and Kristen oh, Wiig. Okay. It was it was basically like, hey man, these skits aren't going so well. Put one of these two guys in there and it would be good. Oh hold on, Keenan and Kel was part of the cast too at one point, right? Keenan Thompson is still a part of that cast. Uh, maybe not because he just got his own show on NBC. But yeah, he was he was basically just the token black guy that they always have on there. Him and Jay Farrow. So Keenan Thompson know, got to guy. be you know he got to be the uh, Steve Harvey <laughs> whatever, and then Jay Farrow gets to do all his impersonations of Denzel and fucking. Jay Z and everybody. Hey, Pharaoh, man, his show, I thought his show was pretty good and it like canceled after one season. What oh, no, channel that was, was that? On? That was like Carmichael. Never mind. Definitely okay. Not. Yeah, I'm like, uh, <laughs> I don't know about that because I missed that entirely. So, what do you think is the best business to own as a front to launder money? Mind you, Matt, by far. Uh, see, I was thinking that. I, I mean, launder money, laundromat, it's a little too on the nose for me. I got to be a little more outside the box, but isn't the no, limo- it's just so much easier. How? Because laundromat is a cash business, so it's it's an easy thing to launder money. You yeah, just but, washing money okay, through. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But how much does it cost to wash fucking clothes? 12 cents? Yeah, but as long as they're doing it at a high rate and then the change machines, people got to put 20s and 5s and stuff in there. Understood. Um, we're talking about laundering millions of dollars, not fucking crashing the Chuck E. Cheese and, you know, <laughs> stealing all their change. Just have a good laundry mat, bro. Just have a good laundry mat. Fuck like, that, that's what about a limo service? Because, like, car washes and restaurants, okay. Put that's... your laundry mat in a neighborhood where there's a lot of apartment buildings. We're not trying to have oh a successful my. business, Mike. We're trying to have a front. We don't want the business to be successful so we could launder money through it. What the fuck, Mike? Why would you not want the business? That, that means you have more leeway to launder more money, fool. That's true, but it, can't, it has to be semi-successful with showing great profits. <laughs> it can't be actually successful Why because you then you're making so much profit. Launder the money through the club. Clubs make lots of money. See? That's a That's power better. reference. But I was thinking of something very simple, like a limo service. That, to me, is the easiest one. Because, number one, a limo service, you can char- you can charge custom rates for anything. It can be a cash business. And now, Who's going to pay for a limo in cash? No one's ordering. If you're you laundering money, it. use some of the money that you're laundering. You can buy a limo. What I'm saying is when people order the limo, you need their money to you be cash. You don't actually put a real fucking process. number on it, Mike. You don't advertise in the yellow pages. This is an exclusive fucking private service. <laughs> Brendan, Brendan, I think you got the cash lines right there a little messed up. Like you want it to look legal and legit. I understand that. You still, have, you still have all the functionality of it. You just don't actually take clients. You say that you've been out three times every day, but you just... Fake all the receipts. What I'm saying is, that, isn't it a lot easier if you just run an actual business and then launder the money? Because all you're trying to do is get it into a Mike, bank. Mike, if I was it. running a successful business, I wouldn't need to launder money. God bless America. Why not do both? 
like ghosts on power, bro. Like you need to because, listen. The, the, the progression of laundering money is you figure out how to, you get the money first illegally, then you launder it through a semi-successful shady business. Then once you have all your money, you turn it into a successful business that is a part of society, and you go, "Don't worry about where the money came from." Here's your scone. Understood, sir. But here's the thing. Even if that's the case, don't you take the successful business side of it if you can make it? So this just makes it easier. Yes, but if you have a successful business, you don't necessarily need to launder money unless you're at that top echelon, which I don't plan on being. I don't want to murder people and shit like that. I don't want to do that kind of money laundering. (laughs) If you're making enough money to launder millions, you probably had some people killed along the way. Someone died. Not me personally. To your money. Hey, hey, what other people do with their time is none of my business. I'm just telling you, man. That's how the game I can goes. just give people, people ideas, and they can run with it. And certain aspects of it. Well, depending on what you're doing to have the money, if you're selling drugs, you're killing people automatically with the drugs, brother. You know, drugs kill people. They don't have to. <laughs> Not if you use responsibly. Everything in moderation, right. including moderation. <laughs> there you I've go, been wrongfully baby. accused. <laughs> I have done nothing wrong. <laughs> oh, so today I was doing uh, some fucking daddy errands again and going to Home Depot. And I'm going to let you know, Mike, society as a whole, we're figuring it out. It's not perfect yet. We still got some rough edges, but it's getting better. We're figuring it out. We're treating people as equals. There was an old man in Home Depot with a big cart bunch of sprinklers, irrigation, long, like, 10-foot PVC pipes on a cart. He's coming out of an aisle. There's clearly a line of, like, 12 people off to the side, whatever. The guy in front of me is about my age, about mid-30s. He also has PVC, like, 10-foot pipes on his cart. So he is next in line, and the cashier walks out to go flag somebody down and go, who, who is in line here? So the guy that was in front of me goes, I don't know. Same thing as I would have done. I'm like, let's leave it up to the old man and see what this fucker says. And he was like, no, I was in line. I was in line. By the way, old people steal shit. They cut in line. I know it's just they're like, who's going to do say anything? Duh. They feel like they deserve it. Just they feel like they deserve it. So here's what it is. So the guy says whatever. The guy's like, no, I was in line. So he goes to move his cart, and he's got to turn it to position it to get back in the real line. And as he does that, all his shit flies off his cart. Because he had a roller cart. And you know what the best thing that happened was? Nobody fucking helped him. Because we all saw it. We all saw that he fucking cut in line. He knocked his sprinklers over. And the lady just waved the next person. on. Just, come on. As soon as he's done picking it up, I'll ring him up. We go, fuck yeah. <laughs> Everybody just kind of looked around and was like, yeah, fuck that guy. I don't care if you're old or not. You fucking pick that no, shit that's up. Me. No, no that's it's me. also COVID. You can, people get weird about that shit. Oh, COVID are probably not, but in because other in natural... my first reaction was to help him, and then I was like, "Ooh, with COVID," because even the person at Home Depot kind of had the same thing, and then I was like, "All right, fuck this guy, let him figure it out on his own." And yeah, I probably wouldn't help him with. COVID. In his defense, though, he might not have been as old as I thought. I don't know. He was Asian, so he could have been forty or he could have been hundred. I'm not sure. Stop Asian hate. I'm not Asian hating. I'm saying they look fantastic. <laughs> They're like black people. Like you guys just. Once you guys hit a certain age in life, you just fucking look the same. (laughs) I'm praising. It's black and Asian praise. I'm saying my old white wrinkly ass looks like a fucking catcher's mitt at the end of my life. 
You guys looking <laughs> smooth as silk going into your coffins. You guys should have glass covers. Only white people should have fucking wood on the front. <laughs> hey, bro. I'm sorry. I'm really laughing. I can't help it. I'm dying laughing. Well, that's all right. I got another Home Depot story for it. So when I'm pulling in, so here's the thing. I'm driving the Prius, my <laughs> Prius, and I'm driving in, me and Doc rolling in. So I'm going to pull down an aisle, and I'm in a Prius for the third time. A big F-whatever truck is pulling out of, you know, the same aisle. Starts out in the correct spacing to where two vehicles can turn. Cuts over to do like a sharp turn. So I had to stop short because I was just cruising like they were going to do their turn properly. I was going to do mine. You know, fuck me for assuming somebody was going to do what they're supposed to. So (laughs) it turns out it's this big bitch in a construction thing with her pierce, face piercings and stuff and like rolls down the window and is like leaning out at me. I look over like, all right, sorry. Like, sorry, I kept going, even though I should have waited for you to finish your turn, but I thought you weren't going to turn like an asshole. So sorry. But like, I've dealt with these kind of women before. I've been in construction for most of my career. Um, and look, I get it. Women on a construction site is tough because it's a male-dominated area. And, you know, sometimes in order for them to not feel bad, they have to be the alpha. And what they would do is bully the guys. Mm -hmm. They would talk shit to them. Like, not in the fun construction joking way, like you're busting balls. But in, like, the, say something to me. Like, I'll fuck you up. And it's like, well, nobody's going to hit you. You're a woman. Like, that's not fair. So that was their power move was bullying people. Because it's like, oh, if I could bully a big badass dude on a construction site, fucking nobody's going to fuck with me. When in all actuality, it's like, if you do your fucking job, nobody's going to fuck with you. I don't know. (laughs) But in the sense of equality and respecting everybody and how they feel in whatever form that they're in, if this particular person in the truck had gotten out and wanted to face me and presented themselves as a man... Is it is it respectful to me to treat them like one and no. get down and dirty with this broad? No. Why? You walk away, Brittany. What if she hits me? Dude, and the you only re- by the away. way, the only reason why I was even like having this thought in my head was because I wasn't sure that I would win. <laughs> Alright, well then So if I'm not sure I'm gonna that, win, can I cold cock this motherfucker? Away. I don't care what no. they are. You walk away, Brendan. Women, walk away. You see the W? Both the words start with W. Woman, walk. Get out of there. Listen, bro. I'm just saying. Hey, it was a question about equality. That's all I'm saying, Mike. You had to turn it into this big feminist movement. And women do be screaming at equality stuff that sometimes make me want to be like, okay, you want to be equal? I'm going to knock your block off. But you never will win that. Like, you just won't win that. Listen, I I am all for women's rights, including a women's right to take a punch. (laughs) Absolutely. See, but here's the thing. If 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 they want to fight you. I mean, I've seen some situations where women deserve to be a punch. Oh, fuck yeah. But you just can't do it. You just can't, man. I'm sorry to say that's the downside of being a man. We can't punch a man. I was hoping I was going to get you to fold a little (laughs) bit on that one. Whatever. Nah, man. Well, in that same vein. I don't want to get paid to lose. <laughs> I want to win. All right, Mike. 
What super fight character are you going to be this week? What do we got? What uh, number? Nine. One, two, three. I'm ready for these cards to be gone so we can go to the next game. <laughs> well, you are a Velociraptor. Well, I lost. I hate it when you do that. <laughs> and I am identical twins. So I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you ever see Twins? Yeah, I've seen it. It's a pretty funny movie. I haven't seen it in so long. It might be funny still. Uh, attributes. Five. One, two, three, four, five. Five is... Ah, top half is play another character card. You always get these. Top okay. half is a billionaire playboy. And the bottom half is a Velociraptor. <laughs> All right. And okay, my you got first, some life to us. Yeah, so my identical twins are radioactive. Your Playboy billionaire with Velociraptor legs can't control my right hand. So. Don't need that. I'm left-handed. Uh, <laughs> and I scream names of attacks before using them. Okay, this ought to be interesting. So Mike is a top half billionaire playboy with that with a Velociraptor bottom half that can control my right hand. Not can't. You can control my right hand, and I'm you identical. Control your right hand. Yes. So my right hand is all yours. Hey, be good okay. to me too, Mike. You know we're buddies. Use it for some cool. good stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, so I'm control a, your right hand. Yes. I'm definitely winning this. Well, I am identical twins, though, so technically I have two left hands. And I'm radioactive, and I have to scream okay. what attack I'm going to use. So, cool. radioactive blast! Where are we fighting? I don't care. Let's fight on a helipad at the top of a tall building. Cool. So... I'm just going to make your right hand do whatever attack that you're going to do to me, to yourself. So, no, that's not fair. <laughs> what do you I mean? have, I have two control. left hands. You knock so, away, you block. <laughs> How are you going to block yourself? Then you would never be able to attack me. So then I would then take my hands to beat you up and throw lithium on you to kill you. Lithium? How do you have lithium? You, you can't just come up with lithium. What do you mean? I'm a billionaire playboy. I ordered some lithium. I got millions. Okay, well, I just listen. Tell somebody to bring the lithium. Come on. They are here my yet. No, no, bring no. The you can control my right hand, but my right hand isn't doing shit. I'm going limp wrist with my right hand. I, you're not. I have control. Of okay, you, you don't have control of my wrist or my arm or anything else. You have control of my hand. I have control of your hand. The hand is the thing that does things. Yes. You can't do. Listen. You can't, you're a billionaire playboy. So what I'm going to do with identical twins is I'm going to surround you. I'm going to come at you from two sides, and we're going to pin you into a corner on the helipad. Like you do with you're, that you're last king in checkers. We're going to pin you. You're not going to pin me because you can't do anything with your right hand. I'm going to tell it what to do. Okay, and so it's connected to your arm. What's so my right hand doing do? while I'm walking towards you and cornering you? It's choking you. Your right okay. hand is choking Well, yourself. while you're trying to choke... You only have <laughs> so my hand. I got my arm, so I'm just holding my right arm out with both my identical I'm telling twins. your right hand to choke you. I have control over okay, it, and I so, want it to so choke So then you. my hand makes the choking form, but you can't make my arm go close to my... 
Why not? That. It's connected to your your hand is connected to your arm, and I have control yep. over your hand. Your all my right hand technically is connected to the rest of my body, including my left hand. You can't operate that. You can only operate my hand. And listen, bro, yeah. you got Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger coming at you. All I so got to do nothing. is hug you with a brother hug. I'm radioactive. You're toast. You're not going to get that close to me, bro. I still have my own hands. I haven't even talked about the fact that you're not. I got my butler to bring you. Have you billionaire playboy hands, close. so they're fucking manicured. That's all you got. And a button-up shirt with a stupid flip-out collar. You suck. Your top Ooh, half is garbage. I'm gonna get my butler to bring the lithium, and then your I'm butler is not here. He it's a he's fight. Coming. He's coming. Okay, it's while he's coming, I'm sacrificing him. No, we're cornering you. And since you have velociraptor legs, why do you use your two hands? I'm and not. I'm using two people. Me? These are people. Why are you all cornering me when you only have two left hands? So that means you can't do nothing from the right side. That's right. So you know what I'm gonna hands. do? I corner you at the top of the helipad, and since we're radioactive, we're going out anyway. Eventually, we're doing. Tackle dive off the helipad, self-sacrifice because you're being an asshole about it. Exactly. I don't even know what that is. But I know that me and my playboy top half is going to throw lithium on you, and I'm going to choke you out with your own right hand. There's no no way you can win this fight, buddy. You have no chance. I have control of your right hands. You don't stand a chance, buddy. You have no win. Uh, As my your right hand smack you up. Whatever, bro. As my (laughs) two-year-old would say, what are you talking about? I told you. That's right what. Hand smack down. No, that's, by the way, that's that's what my two-year-old does now. Instead of saying what, like you know, a, an inquisitive what or what did you say? Like I didn't hear you. He says, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Fuck, man." So he does it in public. Like at, at home, I know that's he's saying what, but he's like, "What are you talking about, Daddy? What are you talking about?" And so we'll be like at the baseball field. They'll be like, "Connor, keep your mask on." What are you talking about? And I'm like, don't fucking yell at me in public like that, you little asshole. Or we'll be in the store. What are you talking about? I'm like, I'm talking about you shutting up, you little shithead. You didn't get that parental Lisa internal rage. These are about here. He'll get a full sentence out, bro. They'll know what sums up. They will know what sums up. Well, fucking hell, man. We got a lot to dive into with the NFL draft. There's... I mean, we could touch on the NBA real quick. All I really want to see is the Nets and Knicks playing the first round and the Lakers and Clippers playing the first round. The Other Nets, than that, Knicks, Nets and Knicks is not possible first round. But it's not possible? No. Are you sure? Yeah, seeding-wise, they probably wouldn't need to see each other to the Eastern Conference Finals, which that ain't going to happen either. So, yeah. Sorry, sir. But Hey, my Milwaukee Bucks, hey. I'm, I'm riding that fucking train all the way. Riding the Milwaukee Bucks all right. the way to the second round, buddy. It, Did you put money on them to win it? How much? What's the odds? Uh, they were. I have to look. Uh, I think they were like eight to one. But it's a thing where I think that like they could lose in the first round, but if I think that if they make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, then they've got a legit sh- shot to just. I mean, obviously because they're one of four teams, but. I have faith in them, whereas, you know, normally you'd be like, well, we know who's winning the series. Let's see how many games it goes. I think with Milwaukee, anybody they play in the West, it's like, let's see who wins, you know. Sorry you feel that way, but they won't make it to the finals. I just don't think the Nets are going to fucking mesh. Remember the big three when LeBron went down there and everybody's like, yeah, just put him on the court. They didn't figure it out right away. 
So they got all the way to the finals, and the reason why they didn't figure it out is because LeBron froze up. Nobody on the Nets is that, is that. They're all built for this moment. LeBron froze in that finals versus the Nets. Yeah, see, but what? He, start, if, he was see, get, but who's going to get the ball? Jason Kidd and JJ Barrera, bro. Like who is getting the ball? Should have been dominating. What do you mean? There won't be the a Nets. game that close where it comes see, down that, to the last shot. Okay, and that's exactly the, the mentality. Who, who gets the ball? That's the mentality that, that gets him in the situation, bro. bro is we don't have knows, to worry about it. But everyone knows when it comes to scoring a bucket, Kevin Durant. It would be KD. But what if KD is the first option? But what if Harden has Kyrie's, the ball? What if Harden has the ball? Give it to KD. Are you sure? If KD's not open. He's going to give it to Kyrie. No, he if KD's not open, he's team. fucking whatever. No, he's not, bro. Air stepping, driving bro. the hoop. Yes, he Have is. Have watched them play together? He's literally no, nobody has. That's they the point. Seven games, and he didn't score over 20 points one time. He's the point guard when they're all together. Okay. He knows Kyrie hit the greatest shot in NBA, one of the greatest shots in NBA history. Mr. Clutch himself right behind KD. Listen, actually, Kyrie be not, might be number one on the list come fourth quarter clutch. Oh, Buckets shut the fuck one. up. Now you're just if trying to two, be an asshole. No, no, no. no. If there's like, <laughs> like two seconds left, they might draw the play up for Kyrie. He's well, yes. Close. Yeah, I okay. He's I could close. see it in that scenario because KD's going to be double covered. Yeah, but if it's coming down, you're down but by two. That doesn't mean he's the first option. Point. He's the no, first no, no, option on that play. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. definitely. Yeah, I get so what you're saying there. So before we jump into the draft, now that everything's somewhat settled on the uh, NFL lines, mm. I want to revisit our Matthew Stafford conversation. So a few weeks ago, a while ago, whenever the trade went down for Goff and Stafford switch, and Matt Stafford's now on the L.A. Rams, I say that he's going to get 4,500 yards or more passing. You say there's no fucking chance. Right? Yeah. Even though they added a game for you, I still don't think you're going to get that. Yeah, because you said 4,000. I said five. We met in the middle at 4,500. Yeah. Okay, so I have an idea for this bet as far as at least your consequence because I'm not taking money from you. But if Matt Stafford passes for over 4,500 yards, and mind you, this is over the course of four months, so it's got to be a pretty big deal. You professionally get your ears cleaned out. Buy a professional. <laughs> I'll pay for it. We'll find a local joint that you're comfortable with, and you'll get the full treatment. You'll, get, you'll be able to hear again. What do you think? Are you up for that? That's cool. I got to think of something for you, though. I thought of something, but I'm not going to fucking tell you. <laughs> don't worry. I don't think of something. I don't think of something. My I friend. think you're going to think of the same thing because it's very on the nose, and it's just a matter of when it crosses your brain the next time you go, oh, yeah, that's it. That's what his bet's going to be. All right, so you're locked in. So you're cool with that. 4,500 yards or more. I got the over. Mike gets his ears cleaned. Legit. Oh, I might actually have to fly out for that. that that's a big day. That's a big day. <laughs> bro, don't get it. You think yourself. it's not, not going to happen. happen. I know. Blah, blah, oh. blah. And you get an extra game. And you're still not going to happen. Whatever. Because when we made this game, bet, 17 games wasn't fair. And guess what? I ain't even going to ask for more yards. I still don't think he's going to do it. Hey, well, I'm not, I'm not saying, like, if Matt Stafford gets hit by a bus week, too, like, I'm screwed. Exactly. So, exactly. it is what it is. Once you make that bet, you're, you got a lie in it. So... <laughs> 
I'm I'm game Definitely for that. Have the line. Hey, so before we jump into <clears throat> the actual draft, is it official? Like, has the move officially been made that the dad from This Is Us, the guy that was in Heroes or whatever, is now the official motivational video speaker? Like, he's the next guy in line after Morgan Freeman because he's this powerhouse of a human being on This Is Us? Like, the NFL draft, he was doing the voiceover for a few things. He was doing video montage stuff. Like, he was the guy that Uh was, like, the motivational, like, check out this. He's been kind of that for a while, though. I know, but it's it's ramping back up. So I think that they're like, dude, Morgan Freeman's going to die eventually. But again, the black (laughs) thing, he might only be 55. Nobody fucking knows. So, but they're like, he's going to die eventually. We need to start prepping the next person. You know, like, when Vin Scully's going out, he's like, hey, I'm retiring. All right, you got to prep the next Vin Scully. You know, it's never going to be the same, but you got to get close. At least show him you're trying. I don't know. There won't. There'll be somebody in and out of that for a couple of years. They're not. I gonna think this guy may have found his that. niche. He may have found his niche. The new dude for the Dodgers. You think he's gonna find his niche already? For the Dodgers. What Dodgers? You said Vince Scully's replacement. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's. They signed him to a long-term deal. Who the dude? Yeah the the commentator the voiceover the new guy. guy. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. No, I they, thought they would have. I thought they would have tried a couple people out before they. No, what they did was they, when basically they did do that when Vince Scully, because Vince Scully didn't do road games the last couple of years. He was announcing. So what they did okay. was they had their their people couple their couple of candidates. They would do the road games, and then they settled on. So once Vince retired or Vin retired, um, they had their replacement ready to go already with some gotcha. games under their belt, already with the fans knowing who they are. So, I mean, they, they absolutely did it perfect. It was a seamless transition. It was very, very well done. One of the only things the Dodgers do well, besides fucking burn money and blame other people for their lack of hitting. Why do they stink this year? They stink all the time. They're like the no. Yankees. They're not good. They just pay for these players that can hit home runs. It's like, all How right. much trash are you talking around the house right now? Nobody else is here. <laughs> no, but it's, hey, with the Giants looking all right, it's coming up. I'm just, I mean. I'm just slow and steady, baby. I'm slow and steady. And I don't say shit until it pops. And then when it pops, I'm in your fucking face. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Giants like, number one in the division. Nobody predicted that shit. <laughs> uh, nope, not even me as a fan. But no, I, that's the great thing as a fan is when, yeah, when your when your team outperforms, it's like great. This is amazing. You know, I love them anyway. But hey, man, let's do this. Yeah. So, all right, let's let's just dive right into. It. Where do you want to start with this fucking draft? You want to start? The um, first two picks were just done already. You want to start at three? Uh, first wanted. two, I mean, first two. I don't know. I'm just not a. I don't know. I'm just not a fan of Wilson, but I think I've covered that already. So we really don't have to delve into yeah, that. I'm not um, either. I think Trevor's going to be pretty good. I don't know if he's going to be this transcendent guy that everyone expects. I, just I think he'll think be he as good him. as Andrew Luck and all that hype was. Like, yeah, he's going to be really good. Doesn't mean he's I, Super Bowl I don't bound. Know, man. I don't, I don't think he loves it as much as Andrew. Like, Andrew Luck was willing to put every ounce of his body on the line, which is also why he retired. I don't yeah. think Trevor loves it that much. I just don't. No. But we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, that's <laughs> um, also one of those things where it's it may just be the way he looks because he does look kind of space cadetty and just like, yeah, he does. I'd rather be surfing. You know, and that's kind of the look he's going for. And he even said, you know, he's like, hey, man, 
This isn't my everything. It's my biggest thing, but it's not my it's everything. Not my everything, which like, I understand, right. but you don't have to say it out loud for that to be true. You know, what correct? I mean? like, that's one, one of those, those internal conversations. Internal things. Yeah. Yes, we know life and death is more important than football. We get it. We know your wife is more important. We know if you have kids, they're more. We all get that. But don't say it out loud. We yeah. don't want to hear it because we want football to be the most important thing yeah. in your life. We pay th- hundreds of thousands of dollars to play, watch you, come to the games, spend eating food. We want this to be. We want, if you well, don't win, we want you to be mad about well, it. Well, here's here's the thing: is the proper way to address that. And if he, you know, his thing was like, "Well, I, I'm just being honest," and blah blah blah. You can be honest when the microphone's on about football. That's your 100% focus. So you say, that's all I think about is football. And then as soon as that mic's off, you can think about other shit. Or when you're not on the field, think about other shit. But you want your players to exude the mentality of, while I'm here at this facility, this is everything I live and die for. And then as soon as I leave, then I have a life again. But, you know, that's, that's the mentality they want you to have. And unfortunately, he's... You know, I don't know if it's unfortunate. He's still the number one pick. He's still getting paid. It's just he's he going to get some criticism harder if he doesn't play well, well for I a silly comment. It's going to be tough to play for that coach with that mentality because that coach loves the game. That coach yeah. burns the game. His fuel burns like nobody else's fuel yeah. for this game, which is why he was almost killed himself on the field. Yeah, Urban that Meyer is dude, not someone yeah, to be fucked Urban with. Meyer, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't come in with that half-hearted – no, no. Urban Meyer burns, breathes. He breathes that this that game is. He loves it. Yeah. So, bro, how they gonna work together is gonna be an interesting well, dynamic. It's, yeah, it's funny. Well, I think it was very smart that they drafted Etn. Yeah. To give him a little, just give him a little bit of comfort, like, hey, buddy. Yeah. We're here to get because I think they reached for Etn a little bit, but I also think it was they more, definitely reached for Etn. It was more for the you know, let's make Trevor Especially happy. Fourteen hundred yard back in your backfield already. What? It's just one of those things where it's absolutely. But I think he's going to change him. I think he's going to move him and make him like the Percy Harvin type. I think he's. I think he's going to be his Percy Harvin type. You know that he used to coach them the Percy Harvin, the Aaron Hernandez's move you everywhere, use you each and every place. Etn can play that role. He can catch it. He's pretty fast. What I think they're going to do is just from, you know, I know that Urban Meyer is a just run the ball hard fucking motherfucker, but with. Trevor Lawrence's style and with drafting ETN, I wouldn't be surprised if come week four they switch to a split backfield like a Mike Davis, uh, D'Angelo Williams type of situation they used to have in Carolina to where it's like ETN's your banger screen pass up the field guy, and then you got you know, you got your your everyday running back, get those yards. We need those yards. You know he's gonna bring that. He, you know he's trying to bring that wide open. Yeah. Somebody in motion, all that stuff is coming. He's bringing that college offense. If you 100%. don't think he is, then you're probably mistaken. It's gonna look like Ohio State out there, buddy. Well, I know it's like <laughs> it's funny too because it's like even on all the like fantasy football stuff, like DJ Charks, all like <laughs> like these Jacksonville receivers, like jumping up. Come like, on, whoa. bro. Because it's going to be wide open. I don't know how yeah. good he's going to be, but the offense is going to be wide open. He might right. throw 25 interceptions, but, but that's he's going to have 4,000. He's going to have 4,500 yards. Yeah, on my on my fantasy football team, I would not ever draft Trevor Lawrence. But I no. would take two Jacksonville receivers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Somebody's got to catch the fucking ball. There you go. You know he's going to run it. You know he's going to throw it. You know he's going to have it all over the yard. Or it's going to be everywhere. <laughs> don't worry. So let me ask you about the Bears. So the Bears trade up. 
and they get Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. They did that with Mitch Trubisky. Now, I know you have special feelings about Justin Fields, but is this just the Bears being the Bears and they're going to ruin somebody? Or... I mean, they can't. They So here's the thing. They can't just throw him to the wolves, but they kind of brought him into a rough situation because he's coming in for a lame duck coach. 100%. So we all, every, the whole world knows that Nagy's on the high seat. So then it's, the question is, is Nagy going to try to make it, look, Justin, I need you to go out here and save my life? Or is he going to try to wait till week four to put him in to then look at the front office and say, oh, my quarterback of the future just stopped playing week four. Let me get another year type thing. Nagy was always known as an offensive quarterback coach, so I think he has it to make it work. I think he has it to make it work, but if if his mentality is, hey, week four, quarterback of the future, they're going to say, no, we tried that. You fucked that up. We're doing it this way now. <laughs> yeah, but I think, I think if, depending on how open the world gets and what the training camp looks like, if they can get a rope, they just cut their starting left tackle. <sighs> So well, that's going to be tough. But if they get everything in order, I don't dislike the Bears. Like, they were picking at 20 or 4 reasons with Mitchell Trubisky as their quarterback. Like, I think Justin Fields is good enough for two more wins and at least a playoff spot, if nothing less. If nothing less, Nagy, a playoff spot. And if your defense can just be a little bit better with those less turnovers, who knows how far you all can go. Yes. If your defense is lights out. Yeah, my problem is flat up lights out. Which is why Nagy needs to fucking go because your your defense is settled. Your only focus is the offense, and you still can't put up twenty points a game. That's a fucking problem. But I think I think he got twenty. I think I think he think he got twenty four a game now with Justin because he can make it up running. Man, he he's not. Thing about it is he's not a full Phil Reed guy yet, but he never was asked to be. People have to understand what you're asked to do at Ohio State. Yeah. No, and people trying to compare him to other Ohio State quarterbacks. None of those previous Ohio State quarterbacks were the number one quarterback in their class coming into college. Like right. you, he made so so Urban made something out of Dwayne. He made something out of uh, your other guy who weren't that highly rated. Justin came with his own credentials, bro. He didn't need Ohio State offense to be good. Yeah, he was the number one or one A, one B, depending on what ranking you looked at in high school coming into this. So he didn't need that already. So he's different than those guys that you're trying to compare him to. The highest-rated quarterback Ohio State had was Troy Smith, but he was 5'8". So we all knew he wasn't going to be an NFL yeah. quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, And then you had Terrell Pryor, but he was strictly an athlete. Like, Correct. So it's, it's just different, bro. So I hate when people try to make that comparison. Like He was making full, full reads in high school. It was pretty much his team. He went from left to right. I watched him on quarterback U, which is why he beat Trevor Lawrence for MVP of the Elite 11 competition. He can make full, full reads. He can do all the things he needs to do and read the field as a quarterback for anybody who doesn't believe it. But what you're asked to do at Ohio State is just what you're asked to do. It's the offense, bro. Yeah. Yeah, you have to and work within the parameters. Playing, There's nothing. And when you, you have the that. best athletes in the world in the big compared to the, what the rest of the Big Ten is, which is why when Ohio State always gets to the playoff and when they get murdered in the playoff, because the offense they run requires you to say, you're going to make a decision. Here's Reed. One, two, three. Eventually, yeah. one of these dudes is going to win. And you're basically like, who do I think is going to win? When you get to the playoffs and you're playing against the SEC and the Big 12 and they have just as good of athletes. Uh, sometimes nobody wins. Yeah. <laughs> now you got to. Sometimes just it's a stalemate, and now you're scrambling. Yeah, there you go. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so that's the benefit of recruiting for Ohio State in the Big Ten. So I just, I don't know. I, I hate the narratives, and I hate 
49ers, sorry. I hate what they did. I think they made a mistake. Even though I like, I've liked Trey. And then think about it, my boys can tell you, I've liked Trey since a while ago. Like last year when I first started hearing about him, I liked Trey. Yeah. But I just don't think you take somebody with the same skill set who has less experience if your job is to get them on the field. Now, if you have no plans to get them on the field, then you made the right decision. If you just were going to play Garoppolo anyway, there was no need to draft Justin because Justin's trying to play. I mean, he's already played his years at Ohio State. He feels like he's ready, so he wants to play. Trey's yeah. probably going to be okay sitting, even though two years of no football, how is that going to be? Because he didn't play know. last year. He only played one game. No, I know. So it's going to be two years of no football, bro. Like, that's going to be crazy when he finally well, does Well, see, here's the, the thing again. is, it's like, look, they, they knew they wanted him. Did they need to go up to three? I don't think so. But, you know... That's their way of control. That's their way of saying they're controlling the narrative. They're controlling their. They're not going to get slided out of their spot because somebody didn't follow through on a deal or whatever the fuck. But riddle me this. I mean, this didn't come out until draft day, really, till after we recorded. But do you realize the Niners could have literally traded the same shit they traded to get Trey Lance at number three, and they could have had Aaron Rodgers. Three first round picks yeah. and a third round pick, and you could have had Aaron Rodgers. But they for fucking they called, sure, you could have. They said they called and they said no. Like they they offered a trade. They said they called. Yeah, but what did they offer? Uh, Lynch, Lynch, I don't know what they offered, but Lynch said they did call when they first yeah. heard about it. Yeah, that was, that was in January. That was in January. So they called in January. They shook the tree. You can't. You we don't know what they offered, but they at least shook the tree. Yeah. But how about this? He still wants to be gone. You don't plan I know. Playing trans this year, trade. Now we're we are way out of the fucking game on that one. Way you don't think out they could? Game. You don't think that there's nothing they could do to offer it now? Oh, I do think so. I don't we, think they would. Why not? If you're not going to plan on playing playing trade anyway, right? You think they and would take Garoppolo? You, well, if you can three way it somehow, get Garoppolo somewhere else. Here's the thing: is they and, don't have anything to attach to it because they traded point, all their exactly. fucking picks. So here's my thing. Is there some way to three-way it or get some picks back for Garoppolo that you can then send to Green Bay for Rodgers? Yeah. That would be the one. Because you don't plan on playing Trey anyway. So even if you bring in Rodgers, you can you got at least two. Well, Dude, you, you got to guarantee could, him at least two. If they could somehow unfuck their draft by trading Garoppolo and somehow getting Aaron Rodgers, then I will never question the Niners front office again. As long as Lynch and Shanahan are running the deal. But I don't think they fucked their draft, though, because I think you needed a quarterback of the future if you didn't believe in Garoppolo. You definitely I, did. I, going, I agree with going that. Going that far up to getting... Uh, what they gave up Ray, to move up that far, it's, is, you know, is, in, in is hindsight. It, but at the same time, if it works out, then it's going to be like, look, it didn't matter what we paid, it worked. It doesn't matter. It worked. But yeah. that's the whole that's thing. Is, the, is the, the speculation now, it's like, look, we could see the receipt. We know what you paid. Ooh. The suck thing is if Garoppolo goes out, stays healthy, and lights it up this year, yeah, then you then you lose, then you don't lose because you somebody unless he's on a back. different team. Well, somebody's going to pay at least for that. Yeah, he's going to play for you're you all this year. Trey is not NFL ready right now. No if you put him chance. in there, not someone who's only played didn't play a whole game last year and only played one season before that in Double A. Like, bro, if you think if, you're just going, Shanahan, you're good. You're not that good. If they're going to sit him for a year, then and that's the plan. That's like Trey. Listen, man, we drafted you, but we want to set you up for the absolute most success. 
your clipboard and all year. Unless we need you to go in for a player, you know, like if something happens, then you're going in. But other than that, you're fucking headsetting and clipboarding. So get in the film room, get, you know, ask questions, do whatever you got to do to get familiar with the process now. Because in a year, it's your time. If they do that, I'm fucking happy. If they don't, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, I think Garoppolo's gonna play this year, and I honestly think he's gonna be pretty lights out. The health thing, you can't never control that. I yeah, can't. That part. But I think tough. he's gonna be pretty lights out. I think he's gonna be pretty lights out because the way he's carrying it. Most people back down from this channel will be like, "Man, look, I'm here, and I'm gonna be the quarterback for now. I got something to show y'all." And I think he's always been pretty good. I don't understand. Yeah. He just throws a couple weird picks every now and then that I just don't never get. Like, they just come out of nowhere. I'm like, bro, did you not see him sitting there? Like, you're an NFL quarterback. You had to see him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He does a couple of those. But I wonder if that, he's colorblind. Like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the only like, good uh, excuse for some of the ones I've seen him throw. Like, he threw it to the middle linebacker, and he was QB spying, bro. I don't know what man, the fuck bro. is happening. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I think he pitched in a handoff, missing that throw versus Kansas City. Like that's the throw he missed, and I think at that moment Shanahan, like I set this play up all game, and you missed it. It was there, you missed it, bro. Like I set this up this entire game for this moment, and you missed it. You just cost me. So two quarterbacks have cost me. Well, actually, Shanahan, you cost yourself that first chip. Yeah. But you're like, yo, I I cost myself these two championships, like, bro, and I'm blaming this one on you. <laughs> Because that was the throw. You hit that throw, y'all win. Yeah. Well, you know, hey, live to fight another day. Fucking, did you watch the whole draft? I know you watched the whole draft because you were watching for your nephew. Yeah, he still hasn't decided where to go. He's the last uh, one of the last three people from Florida that entered the draft that hasn't decided their home yet. Talked well, to him a couple of days ago. He just going through the process. He's yeah. trying to figure out him and his agent personally trying to figure out what's the best, you know, option come down to deep the tackles, who's in, who's old, like you go through that whole process, who's older, who's got a liable still making it, compared to not making it, what's trendy kept looking like, Oh yeah. in places, and so it's going to be a process, he just, he just doesn't want to just pick a place. No, he's you got to go somewhere you can he succeed. Stick. Yeah, 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 so he's... You don't want to be the guy that everybody roots for on hard knocks and gets cut, you want to be the guy <laughs> that fucking stays, I get it, so you got to be in the right opportunity, yeah. but alright, so... I always drafted a guy from uh, Last Chance U. I was gonna ask you about that. <laughs> well, the I thought you'd the be happy. Chance you one, one or the other. I mean, I like him. He's six four. If it's the one from last time, you he had pretty much swag. He had a lot of swag. He was pretty cocky. I'm okay with that. Go ahead, man. He's six four. He doesn't. He's not going to be asked to play a lot of man in our defense. Are you disciplined enough to play the zone? You need to be long, like. Um, the corner that Richard Sherman or the other corner they had that was stunk anywhere else, but he was good at what he was with Seattle. Uh, what's his name? 39. Uh, I can't think of his name, but he was long and he fit in there because they run a lot of cover three. Uh, Back when they were good, it was the one corner nobody knew. So the Legion of Boom consisted no, of Chancellor, uh, number 29. I can't think of his name. Earl Thomas, Earl Thomas Richard yeah. Sherman, and, and then, then the, it's the other the guy. The fourth bandit. The fourth guy. The Legion. <laughs> It's the fourth guy, but that guy he played well in his position. He was long, so I like the dude from Oklahoma State. He's long. He's six four. He's long. I like him. Um, the Cowboys didn't really do anything except for just kind of solidify what they, you know. Yeah, we didn't. We, our first seven picks were all defense. We're just trying to make it better. You yeah. know what you got with Dak coming back and the offensive line coming back intact. You don't have to touch those guys on offense. Like, look, yeah. bro, stay healthy, and you got thirty five points a game. 
just be healthy. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what the defense comes so, going to come. Dude, in the later rounds of the draft, like there was one thing that like Mel Kiper is like, this guy has great eye discipline. Like fucking, <laughs> I get it's the sixth round and you're talking about a defensive lineman, but fucking come on, man. And I feel bad for these other poor broadcasters who, after like the top ten or fifteen picks, they have no fucking clue who these guys are. So it goes like this, bro. So I'm gonna tell you how the draft goes. So the first round, first two rounds are like, uh, good, good. Tell you all the attributes they have. Say good stuff about them. Then you get to the third, fourth round. It's like, ah, uh, they could be good, and they start saying bad stuff about those people. And yeah. then you get to the later rounds where they start to feel bad. They're like, yeah, well, he has these traits, like, so he could be good. Like, well, his mom works three jobs to get him through college. <laughs> He's got long arms, you know, but and this guy has all the measurables, but he was in jail three times. <laughs> the other thing that pisses me off when it gets like later in the draft is the picks are going so fast. It's like the pick is in. They'll flash the pick. These fucking old balls are still talking about three it's things ago, things and the ago. highlights have changed, and every they're talking about somebody that's not even on the screen anymore. It's like, bro, you don't even have enough to say about these people. Get through it quicker. Just be yeah. like 10 seconds on each person. Everybody goes 10, 10, 10, 10. Mel Kuyper gets 20. Fucking boom. Next person. But they always got these one and two people down there around that age that they like, man. So they just yeah. go into these little frenzies about <laughs> well, Oh, but that tackle ball dude that we got. Ah, I like him. Yeah? And he got a mean streak. He's got a possibility to play. All right. I'll keep an eye out for him. Possible sleeper guy for the Cowboys. We always need a swing tackle anyway because... Clearly, we have injury problems up there. Yeah. Well, you guys go hard, so that's what it is. Would you ever go to the draft? Yes. Really? I'm going to try to go next year, yeah. You're a fucking lame-o, man. Why? What, the first round? The first round. Okay. Yeah. If, if you, you like, kind of No know corona. I'm just saying. I always know what's going on, though. That's I know, but. Thing. Like, I'm really into, like, football. First like, round, really okay. But yeah. no other rounds, correct? Yeah, no, I'm not sitting down there right. like the fifth or sixth round yelling and screaming for some guy I definitely don't know, and he's not walking to the stage. Like, yeah, even on even on day two, rounds two and three. Yeah, but well, like especially, the stage, there's no need for me. I'm just gonna be watching the commissioner walk here, yell people's names, and look at the highlights. I can do that at the crib, bro. Like I'm talking, you can about do that with the first round athletes. too, bro. I, I especially no, you can actually see the athletes. You might shake a hand. Oh, that's true. That's true. Like, bro, like that's different. There is a bit of a difference, but. And what After if I was the person, guy picked as the person to sit in the commissioner's chair, bro? How dope would that have been? That would have been cool, but you never can do it if you don't try, Mike. You didn't call the commissioner. You didn't no, even call Commissioner Gordon. You got to call somebody. Yeah, Cleveland's kind of whack, I heard. Uh, yeah, I'm fine with not ever going to Cleveland. So, <laughs> obviously, that's what you've been watching pretty much is just all NFL all day for the past week, right? Yep, NFL all day. Then um, some basketball, you know, it's getting close to playoff time. I want to see LeBron play in the play-in game now since he hates it. And he better hope he doesn't get Golden State. You know Steph is going to try to send him back in. Fuck yeah, he is. (laughs) I mean, he'll be pulling things from like half court to try to send you guys back (laughs) in. I mean, yeah. I mean, the chances they win is probably slim to none. Yeah, but if they do, then the rest of the playoffs are fucked without the Lakers. 
I mean, they're not, but it's definitely not as entertaining. Well, no, the Lakers have, the Lakers will be in seven or eight, so they'll actually have a second chance to still make the playoffs. They're not out after the first loss. So what they have like the lost teams yet. In the they haven't. Eight. They're not even in the playing I mean, game yet. I know that they're only one ahead of the Trailblazers. LeBron's not playing the next two, and they're only one up on the Trailblazers and one of the games versus the Trailblazers. Yeah. Well, if that's just an important game. What happened, they're going to be at the seventh seed. Maybe. And then after that game, after those two, it's five games left. LeBron will be back. So we'll see how the last five go and what the schedule look like. But, bro, playing game, if you lose the stuff and then you have to play either who's the nine and ten. It's like Grizzlies or something. Like, you'll walk through yeah. that game. And it'll work out perfectly for him. I'm telling you, Unless LeBron is lose. setting this all up. LeBron is setting this all up. He either wants four, five, or eight. I'm telling you, he doesn't want any other seed because those are the matchups that he wants that are easy. Well, not if the Clippers stay in the four. Yeah. Then that presents them in the first round. But if he gets back to what it was, you get Denver in the first round in that four or five matchup. Or if you drop the eight, you get Utah. Neither one of those teams scare LeBron, bro. Like, whatever. I don't care if you're the home team. Like, you don't scare me. The Utah Jazz, you think the Utah Jazz, your best player, Donovan Mitchell, you think you scare LeBron James? Ha ha. He's coming to your house and winning the first game of the series to show you, like, bro. What if LeBron doesn't play? Now, then they, we know they don't have a chance in LeBron. <laughs> Everybody They don't stand a chance. But LeBron is not. Now, I'm not saying they can't lose. I'm just saying LeBron, for his sake, those are the matchups he won because those are the easy matchups. Denver, no Murray. Utah Jazz, who's never won anything, and your best player is Donovan Mitchell. No offense to Donovan Mitchell, but you just haven't shown us that you're a championship caliber. Like, bro, you're not on that type of level. <laughs> hey, it is what it is, man. I actually LeBron's watched. lining this up perfectly, man. I'm telling you. So I actually watched uh, Boogie. Have you heard about Boogie? The movie? No. Well, it's okay. It's not great. It's just, you know. Coming of age, hard time, sports movies, blah, 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 work through your bullshit. Had an okay soundtrack. It was like mediocre at best on Amazon Prime. It was definitely not worth the rental. But it was a new movie. I was excited. I'm like, all right, yeah, let's watch Boogie. Michael B. Joy got a new movie on Amazon Prime. I guess I got to check that out. Why? Is it on your card? No. It's Michael B. Joy's pretty good. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Seeing him come all the way up from The Wire until now being the star in, like, some of the best movies. As a, She started off as, like, a side on The Wire, bro. Yeah. That's legit, man. You just got to hustle. Just put your head down and hustle. You'll be good. Put your head down and hustle, man. Been listening to anything new? No, actually, this week I actually uh, been listening to it. I got on my DMX kick this week, man. It's reminiscing some of that little old dog music, man. So I've been on DMX this week. That's good. That's good. I checked out, uh, based on the recommendation from another, uh, just somebody I follow on Twitter, um, Conway the the Machine? No. Conway, yeah, Conway the Machine? I don't remember. He's a rap dude. It's okay. It's like, unfortunately, the album's uh, La Machina, or La Machina. I don't know what the fuck it is. Anyway, it's... (laughs) It's unfortunate. It's like a little slower than my particular taste as far as the rapping goes. And the like the bass and the background beats don't don't line up well with the lulls of lyrics. Like when there's not lyrics, usually if you have a nice heavy background, it it carries through. Like, you know, Nate Dogg was obviously perfect at that kind of shit. Like he didn't 
rap fast, but the, it flowed well with the big background. I feel like this guy would have benefited by from bigger background, but and unfortunately, the best tracks on his album are ones that feature other artists. <laughs> so, I mean, his parts are great in them, but it's like unfortunately, those are the tracks that are better. You know, so I don't know if it's just extra producing or extra flavor, whatever it was, but. I mean, that one's okay, just not my cup of tea. But this week's Spotify playlist that we're doing, um, since we're doing 30 Days of Pain, I'm doing 30 Days of Pain anyway. Uh, I'm keeping it high gear, so we're going with Nas and Metallica. Okay, I like Metallica. So we're doing that, and I'm doing my 30 Days of Pain, Mike. It's starting. It, it's We're five days in now. We're recording on Cinco de Mayo. It's, it's going all right. It's going well. Um, it's one of those things where I kind of fucked up my shoulder like a few days ago. So I'm like, man, now I got to totally adjust this whole routine, but I'm still getting it in no matter what, getting it in, just exercising a little bit every day and changing my diet. But, um, so now it's going to be, by the time this comes out, it's almost a week. That's enough pussyfooting around. It's time to be a savage. So I'm doing Two days, I've already been kind of doing two days a little bit, but now I'm going hard two days. I'm basically doing two giant full workouts instead of one regular one. Um, and we're going to see how this thing goes, man. So if if you want a little extra motivation, follow me. I'll be posting on all this shit. Um, mm-hmm. And, it's dude, it's just something where it's, it's more of a mental game. Because if you actually think about it, it's, yeah, because it's, it's an hour and a half. Do you feel it physically or do you feel it mentally? Oh, both. But it's harder mentally than it is harder physically. (laughs) It's way harder mentally than it is physically. Says you. Yeah. I would disagree. Well, here's the thing. The physical part is built to suit you. It's anything, anything extra that you don't normally do that's physical, that counts. For however yeah, long, hurt. whatever suits you. Walking doesn't fucking hurt. It will. Unless you have corns. Nah, or plantar fasciitis. Well, that's true. Well, then fucking do something else. <laughs> Swim in the bathtub. You don't have to do it, or you can. Yo, I wish I had a bathtub big enough to swim in. Dude, I, I'll never have enough money for a bathtub big enough for me to fucking <laughs> hang, even hang out in, dude. I'm a gangly six foot three motherfucker. <laughs> they don't make tubs for me. Or if they do, they do. they're in Shaq fucking mansions. Swim, yeah, Shaq is swimming his tub, so yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That. Well, Shaq's tub is a fucking pool made out of porcelain. <laughs> it's fucking different. <laughs> anyway, on I'm that saying, note, we're gonna wrap this shit. A pool made out of porcelain. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, brother, you've been on fire today, bro. All right. Well, on that note, we're going to drop some knowledge for this week. So uh, this one's coming a little bit from the heart, man. Don't let other people's opinion of you change your behavior. Unless you're an asshole, then fucking change your behavior. But if you're doing everything right and you feel comfortable in what you're doing and who you are, don't let what other people think about you change the way that you live your life. Again, unless you're being an asshole. On that I note, say it better myself, my friend. Have a great week. Love y'all. Let's kick some ass. Bring the pain. <laughs>